Hey everybody, it's Lawrence. Wanted to give a quick note before the podcast starts. I fucked up again, which means uh, this week's podcast will have some game audio under it. But we play a cute elephant game, so hopefully it's not going to be too annoying. I apologize about that. Uh, I'm going to try to find a more permanent solution. But in the meantime, hopefully the little indie bleeps and bloops aren't too annoying. Uh, thank you for your patience, and I hope you enjoy it. All right, well, this is what you guys talk about in podcast. What you going to do? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to an hour of this. Have you been on Dude Soup before? I have not. Oh my what? god, finally! Oh, I'm so hey. excited! Hey, everybody! Oh, It's me! Hi! Did you clap, think? Because uh, yes, these can work. Yeah, yeah. all of them. We, should we start the show with an applause for Bones? We should. I think okay. So. Oh, wow. Wow, good job, Bones. Bones! Bones! Bones. Wow. Stop! Wow. Welcome to a Bones filled bowl, Dude Soup. Yeah. Uh, there are many people on this podcast, but only one matters. It's Bones! Hey, Bones! Hey, yeah, wow. Hey, Bones. Get up for Welcome Bones. Welcome to the there. show. Wow. Guys, Man, this is long overdue. It's way too much. It's way too much. You've got the most stories than an, than anyone. I'm the oldest. Yeah, I, I, well, that's, that's, not, that's not why. I I've lived a rich so. life, though. Yeah. <laughs> Continues yeah. to. So. Yeah. I'm your host and professional ad advertisement reader, Lawrence Sontag. Joined by, yeah. oh, we don't have to clap. I'm not. Hi, that's okay. Oh, you All guys, right. too much, too much. There You're you just go. devaluing it Some now. Some stories. Uh, <laughs> 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 not as many, mostly video game related. And I'm joined by the fantastic Willems, starting with the, the radiant Elise Willems. Hi, oh. thanks for having me. Not many stories that are interesting. Can't wait to hear my adjective. And the story-packed yeah. James Willems. Hello, James. Uh. A hyphenated adjective is always worse than a straight-up adjective. Yeah, you're right. Because it's um, like, I have to specify. I also have a spooky candle. The spooky mm, candle's here. Is that here. for Halloween? It is for Halloween. Which is like three weeks away. Oh, yeah. It's also because I got this big-ass candle from Bethesda to promote Evil Within 2, uh, because I'm a games journalist. Oh, which, by the way... Do we have all the Evil Within stuff? Uh, not all here, Scattered no. Scattered to the I've winds. Bethesda, God bless you, but I've been slowly getting rid of those items. So they sent us a bag of salt. A broken mirror, a stuffed cat, an umbrella, um, and and various a other horseshoe. horseshoe, horseshoe, yes. Which, which even is the letter supposed to be lucky, specified that it's lucky. They're like horseshoes are normally lucky, but in this case, spooky. Yeah, <laughs> you can't just say that. Uh, this this podcast is brought to you by two very fine sponsors: Dollar Shave Club and Movement Watch. Uh, for only five dollars, you can get a starter Dollar Shave Club kit. It includes an executive razor, three trial size versions of their most popular products. To help you stay fresh and clean, and you can get 15% off with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash dude soup. Which, yes, need to get everyone a movement watch. Well, I, at least I, I wanted to show off my watch, but I either have chocolate or blood on my sleeve. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. I was about to get him one. So, I, I've, I love my movement. I've been Bones hasn't, yeah, Bones hasn't been bathed into the movement, movement religion yet, but um, we're getting them. Back to that candle for a moment. Yeah. I will say Lawrence has been diligently lighting that candle at his desk, almost like he's holding a vigil for something yeah. daily, and he kind of like does a mini panic when he's like, oh, I haven't lit my candle. <laughs> I haven't lit my candle. Well, but it's a nice ambience. I, as, as a desk buddy, I appreciate it. Nice, yeah, nice little flickering, uh, a little light cast upon. Bones. What are you, what are you warding off with that? Mm. <laughs> Me. Yeah, mostly uh -huh. Elise. She's uh, she's terrified of fire. Mm -hmm. uh, but she's not terrified of indie games. To wit, um, I present to you guys a choice. You can we can either play uh, Silvio Silvio two. Thank you. Uh -oh. Or Yono and the Celestial Elephants. Ooh, this is tough. Yeah, you know both of these. No, I've never heard yeah. of either of these. Yono, actually. I, my vote's for Yono. I was going to suggest Benny and the Ink Machine. Uh oh. Well, I want to, shouldn't we have something that isn't constantly drawing our attention away from the discussion? It should just be ambience in the background. Yeah. True. That's the ideal game, right? Yeah. What's Silvio like? It's a kind of a spooky game. You walk <gasps> around and look at things. Oh. Sounds See, good. but that sounds distracting. It may be, yeah. 
I don't know. Whatever you whatever you guys want. I'm voting for Yono. I'm abstaining. She's my favorite beetle. <laughs> Alright, well that was that was the only uh intense thing I heard. Oh wait, no, fuck that. First. Get out of here, Yono. Hold on. <laughs> um we're gonna open this with something special for you guys. Ooh. Yes, and you have you have me to thank, so make sure to do that profusely. Um I have the best news. I went out and get, did some games journalism. Mm. That's right. I drove all the way to, well, no, someone drove me all the way to Universal City Walk. <laughs> but you paid for it. Yes, I did. All the company. And the way oh, back. Oh, right. Someone I, else paid for it. I haven't expensed it. I guess this I could. This whole podcast is just him bragging. Yeah. I have a quick question. I've worked here a while, but I'm not sure. Are you incapable of driving or you just I don't have, have a car? No, I have a current driver's license okay. and I often drive my girlfriend's okay. car. Okay. When she doesn't want to, or I just got to do something myself. I just, I just don't own one because I totaled it and have, to this point, not been able to afford it. He totaled it when he was coming to pick up a futon that I was yeah. selling to him. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's most expensive trip of my life. on our friendship. But yeah. Futon was cheap. So it's your fault. Car, it put us on the outs for a while. Yeah. I didn't tell him to run that red light. <laughs> I just chose to because I was so excited for a futon. So here's <laughs> the deal. Uh, here, I made a cool stinger and everything. So welcome to... Uh, so, before, a brief pre- prelude to the games journalism. Real quick, Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> That's only running on the stream, so you have to go back in and add it yourself. Well, Omar does, yeah. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give him notes about where that stinger is. Can it just be a big unrendered <laughs> graphics? <laughs> <laughs> a real games journalist can delegate that kind of busy work. <laughs> exactly. I'm too busy driving to Universal City Walk. Not driving. No. Um, someone drove me. Sorry. Um, I got lectured all about the 60s and how graphic design is a dying field. That's why he's driving left now. Anyway, uh, so I went to Universal City Walk. It was a huge, a huge Mario uh, event from Nintendo. Thank you for the invite. Um, got there, and then they handed me content guidelines that said you can only use four minutes total and two minutes in each individual clip. I was planning on running B-roll under the whole podcast. The podcast is a lot longer than four minutes. So here, here it is, half of your games journalism extravaganza, <laughs> me playing Mario. Um, <laughs> So oh, enjoy. Okay. It's a new level. Yes, yeah. it's new. It is a new level. So that's and cool. Thus warrants sitting in a and car for two and a half hours. you can do a jump. Look at his little outfit. Yeah. He's a safari. Little safari. safari-o. He's cute. Yes. Safari-o. I meant to. I meant to call out. Yes, audio listeners. Sorry. There will be. There will be uh, some visual elements in today's podcast that you will not be able to appreciate. Mm. But if you toddle on over to YouTube, you too can witness the look. Unique that's games journal. Gameplay element right there. Oh, you're not hit. Occurring right now, yes. There, there is now a stack of ah, Goombas. Human Goomba so, feed. so Mario can control one Goomba. Yes, but then the other Goombas can wear other Goombas as a hat. Is that how it works? It appears to be the case. Or perhaps Goombas are naturally inclined to stack on top of each other. Or is their central nervous system so simple that you can access their brain stem just stri- straight up through the top of their head? Yeah, I, I think so. I would guess that. If enough Goombas link together, that oh, they then can form some it ultra Goomba. recognize you in your Goomba form. Are those snails supposed to be your allies or enemies? They're allies when they recognize you as Mario, I'm sure. But now oh, they're scared. that makes sense. That's good attention to detail. <laughs> How does the stacking help you? Uh, you'll find out soon, Bones. you probably reach I places you can reach otherwise, Bones! It's like, right. well, I like the idea that you could've just, like, double-jumped as Mario, but you stack on ten Goombas to achieve the same you height. You have to stack on ten oh, Goombas. Oh, you have to impress beautiful Lady Goomba! So that you can oh, fall in love with this Lady Goomba. Say. I love this! Dibs. And then she squirts out a moon because welcome to Mario. She's so enamored. 
That's how that's how it works, yeah. boys, boys and girls that are watching and want to pick up ladies. I remember when you climbed on Lawrence, who climbed on Adam, who climbed on Bruce, who climbed on Bones, who climbed on Omar, who climbed on Don, who mm -hmm. climbed on Dan, who climbed on John, who climbed on Jacob, mm -hmm. and then I was just you spit out a moon. <laughs> yeah, you just shattered. Except by moon, we mean your period. Mm. <laughs> well, it's probably the same. It's crystallized. Oh, good dodge. Wow. Yeah, thank that's you. That's game, journal that was game journalism. That's, that's real game journalist dodge right there. Yes, I am the ultimate game journalist. So I'd, I'd planned a whole surrealist video that involved me screaming at Mario in a crowded mm -hmm. park. Yeah. But then I realized it was like, it was already like 5 o'clock and traffic was already getting really bad. Mm -hmm. So I just, I just left. No. I didn't go to Margarita. That's it. Though, real real committed to his craft. That's the hard-hitting games journalism right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, oh, there wow. we go. You're pretty much par for the course in terms of games right. journalism. Well, I'm very impressed with Mario. Not impressed with his games journalism. Really? I think he's. I think he's already an above average games journalist. <laughs> he came back with something. Number one, and he only left kind of early. A real games journalist would have taken advantage of that free Uber ride and and whatever snacks were there. Were there snacks? There were no snacks. It was very hot, and there were no snacks. Uh -huh. Did you at any point express verbal disgust with the fact that there were no snacks to someone working there? Um. I rolled my eyes very hard, but I don't think anyone was nonverbal though, right? It was nonverbal. So sorry. that's that's already better than most games journalists. I think getting to play Odyssey outweighs the no snacks. I agree. It was very fun, but it did only last about three and a half minutes. I also so, got to play it. I went to the fries by my house. Did you? Ooh. Yeah, and you could just play it there. <laughs> was it well, that level? Did you capture? No, I, I was just there. Well, what the fuck, Bones? Yeah. You didn't pull out we your iPhone? We could have used it for the podcast. <laughs> I just put it behind me. <laughs> Guess who's not a games journalist? I'm not. I never never claimed to be. Bones. But I So I, I thought I, well, what we could do... Bones did gonzo games journalism. Right. You weren't doing no gonzo games journalism That's right. there. Sell out. I'm part of the system. Sorry, 35 what did, what did you think we, we could do? Oh, I, I think it would be fun. On this, this moment, uh, the, the most Mario of days, uh, to cel celebrate our history with Mario... Or rather, if you can, try and remember what the very first memory you have of a Mario game is. Or or maybe another special event that is tied to a Mario game releasing or playing or something like that. Because for me, they've always been kind of life milestones. And yes, I know that's nerdy and dumb as hell. But I measure my life more on the video games I play rather than the human relationships I have. Well, yeah. Therefore, uh, there's to me, those games are more milestones of my life than other yeah. life events, I'm like having children that I... No longer talk to. I I, uh, I can honestly say that probably my favorite Mario memory was when uh, Lawrence went to an event. Mm. He came back with footage, but it was only about three minutes and forty five seconds of footage. I remember that. And so it was like, what the hell were you doing all day? Oh, I was sitting in a car, waiting in line to capture three minutes and forty five seconds of footage of Mario. He said, but Bones can just go to the fries down the street and <laughs> capture way more than that. He's played way more than that. Um, and so yeah. My first memory is playing my uncle sh like showing us the NES, the original NES, and then mm. showing us Mario and just having our minds blown. Uh, it's funny because like Mario are such pivotal games in a young gamer's life, but and such you know famous games. But I don't really feel like I have that many personal experiences. I, I had an amazing summer when I played Mario Sunshine during the summer. So that was like. You didn't go outside. It was so no, to. I didn't go outside. I just stayed inside, played Mario Sunshine. But mm -hmm. um, as far as like most loved Mario memories, that's probably one. Um, but yeah, I don't. Do you have one, Lords? You must. Oh, I have, I have many. Because um, you know, game journalism and all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let me try, let me think. 
I remember the first time I saw Mario, it was actually at an arcade cabinet. Um, something that, uh, this will date me, but, you know, you gotta, you gotta have a bank of years under your belt to be the world's premier games journalist. Um, there was a time, before the internet, when if people didn't tell you something, you didn't know it existed. And that was kind of video games for me for a long time. I think my daycare had an Atari 2600, because I remember seeing Pitfall, I think it was the very first video game I ever saw. But apart from that, it was just arcade machines that were at the local skating rink. And I remember at one point they did, they had uh, Super Mario Brothers, like the arcade machine. And I was transfixed. Because, yeah, it's like, it was the first game I remember where the second level looked entirely different from the first. Because um, at that time, like, every platformer was just like, run to the right. And maybe the sky is red in this level, and maybe it's blue, but it's a clear, it's just a palette swap. Like, it's not a new, new location. So that was like... To me, that was a, a big moment when I realized, oh, games can be entire worlds that have a lot of creativity in them, as opposed to just <coughs> jumping over things that can kill you. So you're talking about Super Mario Brothers, Yes, right? the original Super Mario Brothers, okay. um, yeah. which had an arcade cabinet, yeah. um, and then a port of which eventually hit the, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Because I remember going to an arcade and playing the, the other one, the one that oh, just looked like Donkey the Kong. The one that's just oh, Mario Brothers? Mario Brothers. Mar- Mario Brothers. Yeah. Where that was my first Mario memory is I also played most of the stuff in an arcade, hmm. and so I would play I, I would play that game, and then I would also play Popeye. Oh yeah, because they had the awesome Man. Popeye game too. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was, and then eventually it got a Nintendo, and then that then that's I, I didn't play Cabinet Super Mario Brothers until way later in like a retro arcade. But yeah, it was I played that one. So you guys you guys know Bruce. Right, heard of him. Um, never actually seen him. This has never come up, but we're old friends, mm-hmm. and that uh, we we met. I think senior of high school, and that entire year, like our the entire first year of our friendship, was us and another friend of ours going to this other guy's house and just playing um, Mario Kart and and Super Mario sixty four, like every night, and then in the summer, all day, every day, mm-hmm. just annoying the hell out of his parents until they literally had to tell our friend Steve like. We don't want these people in our house. Mm-hmm. Like that's how bad. Like that's how much we just took over their Which house. Which Mario Kart was it? Do you remember? It was just the first one for N sixty four. Oh, okay. Mario and Super Mario sixty four. Oh. Like those, just those two, just back and forth, back and forth. I, I too had a Mario Kart summer, a double dash summer, mm. which was myself and three friends like double dashing it. I was trying to unlock every single cup, mirror cup, and that was that was a great summer. We just so did something terrible. It sounds so, like if Nintendo wants you to play a game, they release it over the summer. Do you like Summer Mario? Bruce, do you think oh. Bruce is the same kind of person that he'd sit down and spend a summer with you playing Mario Odyssey? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he'd like to. I I think he's too busy yeah. now. And I well, you're I'm, busy yourself. I mean, I'm a married man. You're married I don't man. like to brag, mm-hmm. but you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, it's like neither one of us has time, obviously, to do that anymore. But it was such a cool. I don't know. It was just such a cool way for us to like really connect. Just spending all that time. No, that was the it. Xbox. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember if there was a level that specifically, like, you guys would be have a difficult time with, or? Well, for stage? me, it was for me, it was all of them. I mostly oh. just watched. <laughs> I like. I would just sit there, and people that were actually good at games would play them. But it was fun just to be, you know, just to be a part of it. Yeah. Just to have people want to hang out with to you. be accepted nice. for yeah. a brief moment. Yeah, I understand. Nice. I uh, the only other strong Mario memory I have. I think this was like in 2007, whenever Mario Galaxy came out. I remember that right then my computer fucked up big time. Turns out I had like a faulty stick of RAM, but that sort of thing is, takes a long time to figure out. It happens. Just, stick yeah. of butter. It happens. It's just, yeah, it's just crashing randomly. And you know me, I, uh, 
certain people need certain things to be happy and functional in this world. Maybe it's acceptance from other humans, maybe it's food. Maybe it's right amounts of sleep. For me, my computer has to be in working order all the time. And if it's not, then that pretty much takes top priority out of everything I do. So, uh, I remember troubleshooting it, and like all the lights were off in my apartment because, you know, it's, it's morning um, when my computer's not working. And I remember like running mem test, and it was like scouting through all the fucking sectors of my RAM while I was playing Mario Galaxy. And thinking, damn, this game's good. But it was just a weird moment, because, like, everything was off, which Wait, is rare. Could you completely enjoy it, because your computer wasn't working? Uh, I, I could, because it was, it was so pure and beautiful, and there were no distractions. Uh. So it was, like, it was like I was retreating into the womb a bit. Um, <laughs> but comes Mario up a lot with you. Yeah, I do that a lot. I, I retreat a lot. I'm a retreater. There, speaking of, like, no distractions, did any of you live on the east coast, northeast coast, sort of, during the blackout that happened in, like, the mid-2000s. No. No. There was a blackout that lasted, like, 24 hours, mm -hmm. or for, for me, at least, in, in being in Toronto. And it was awesome, kind of, because, there like... riots or anything? Oh, it's Canada. No. Yeah, well, I mean, it <laughs> happened in New York and some of the, like, northeastern seaboard, but, like, because there were no, like, basically we just had a giant barbecue, like, with a bunch of people on our street. Like, there was nothing else you could really do. It was the summer. I mean, you could break there, into the local, yeah. like, convenience you store. You could kill yeah. someone. Steal milk, or you could... Peaches. Burn a pile of mattresses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think everybody just kind of had a kind of chill time, for the most part, for what I know. But, um, <laughs> it's one of those experiences that, uh, you're like, that's, that kind of thing doesn't happen often now. We're also submerged yeah. in our What does that have to do with... Mario. Yeah, well, him just saying that his Mario. his serene, uh, like cerebral experience with Mario Galaxy, where he had no distractions, mm -hmm. he was just kind of made me think of that. Mm -hmm. That was just a tangent. I'm sorry. Do you okay. think that Super Mario Odyssey is going to take take us back to the age of Lawrence's broken computer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, let me let me take the liberty of answering that, being the only one who's played the water level. And captured it. Bones has probably played more than you. At an exclusive games journalist event. What level have you played, Bones? I was specifically I invited. Remember. It wasn't that one. I was wasn't it Safario. Some yeah, was it? it a, was it? A, was it New Donk City? No, I think it was. It was just like the deserty. The desert. The oh desert yeah, no, one. I played like, that. I played that. It's yeah. cold, right? Like it's cold. Yeah. No. We, um, played right, that. <laughs> whatever. I'm not that cool, Lawrence. Fine. Oh, <laughs> thank God. He needs this. Cumulatively, the hours though. Anyway, it's gonna be great. Fucking Mario Galaxy looks awesome. Odyssey looks awesome. Sorry, I yeah, was I was I was stuck in 2007 yet again. <laughs> <Where are you laughs> his computer, his flashbacks. Out. Oops! Oh, Stop shit. killing that chicken. It's also the use button. Now I got a now I got a bowl of candy on my back or marbles or whatever that is. What? Uh, I mean, I'm a celestial wanna, elephant bone. I'm just excited. It's gonna be Mario on a Switch. Yeah. Which means, oh, and we have some travel. In yeah, November, we do. In December. Yes. December. Yes. Well, let's cap off this Mario yes. discussion. Damn it. That's we'll slow. get Omar on it. It's all right. Well, hmm. it would have been fine if you hadn't mentioned it for the edit. The uh, edit would have just had it. No, no, you the edit will it. have it. That's the thing. I know, but you mentioned it. You could. No, it'll. now that we've mentioned it, it'll make double sense to the people who got confused, given that they... Anyway, here's a second clip. Um, <laughs> How long is this clip? Uh, we got here. <laughs> two minutes, and we're done. Two minutes and eight seconds. And this so. is all you played. Yeah. Every moment of it. All mm -hmm. right. Well. Every last bit. Um, so back. Squeeze out all those drops. Whoa. I'm technically not allowed to show this Octopus Man. There he is. Are you really technically Are you not allowed to show Octopus Man? You're breaking. Yo. 
bad boy game journalism. That's right. Oh. I'm anti-establishment games journalist. You're not gonna get trending gamer with this kind of attitude. By Maybe the way. I will though. This is what trends nowadays. No, it isn't. See all that shit I saw in the fries. I kept it close to the vest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he I didn't spill anything. Yeah. They brought him into the back room. I'm doing this for the, the gamers. Fries. The gamers, the ones who vote on trending gamer of the year, 2017. No, it's not the gamers. They're my constituents. Judges or whatever. Well, I'm sure they're fine the with it too. Check this out. You can oh, capture a cheap cheap. Oh, he's got a little oh. mustache. It's really cute. Did you turn so we could see his mustache? Why do those kelps have little masks? Uh, I think I do at some point. I mean, I'm... Look at it! You could breach like a salmon. Like a trout. That's some real <laughs> game journalist move right there. Man, you guys. You guys I'm are so I'm back in Endless Ocean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exploring's cool. Whoa! So and then you can cute. capture these little... Octopus mans. Take his brain! Water. Oh, it's mine now. <laughs> nice. Whoa! That it's like Super cool. Mario Sunshine! Wow, wow! Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for this. Uh, there you go. Nintendo Nintendo paid me no money to say that, but they did. Let me stand close to someone who was dressed as Mario. I got in line to get my picture taken with Mario, but then they capped the line. And then I had to leave. Dejected. Big success. Big success. As, uh. I've, as I've lamented before, my only complaint about more recent Mario games is that in an, it, they actually put more work into them. There you go, Lawrence. Hey. <laughs> now I've been captured. Um, and it, they actually put more work into them, so there's like more levels and stuff like that. Yeah. But games like Super Mario 64 sometimes benefit from having less. Hmm. Like going into a level again and again, oh, and really yeah. developing a relationship with the haunted house in Super Mario oh, yeah. 64 and stuff Remember like that. The layout and stuff. It is is very, and that's the end of the clip. Um, yep. Is kind of on, cool, see. and I like that about the 3D Mario. Hey everybody, thanks to some technical oversights on my part, I gotta cut in here with a little ad read. Turns out, overpowering Super Mario Bros. Remix Jazz was playing over the last one, so you get this one nice and clean. This podcast is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club, who offers you a starting shaving kit for only $5. That box has a lot of wonders inside, and let me tell you about that. Inside that starter kit, you get shave butter, which is kind of like shaving cream, except it's clear, it's low profile, it doesn't gum up your razor quite as much. You get some body wash, it smells delightful. You get... One Wipe Charlies, which are pre-moistened mint, ah, flavor is the wrong word, because ideally you're not putting these in your mouth, but they are mint-infused wiping products to give you a nice, clean, refreshed booty hole. Imagine your butt on top of Mount St. Helens, ready to explode, enjoying the mountain air. That could be yours. And of course, since it's Dollar Shave Club, you get shaving products, you get the Executive Razor, which is a nice, weighty metal handle, and a starter cartridge of razors, all for only $5. So everything you need to shave and then some, everything you need to be a dapper lad is included in this box. Uh, you can get that by going to dollarshaveclub.com dude. Once more, that's dollarshaveclub.com dude. For just $5, you get a whole kit to be a, uh, a nice gentleman and have a, a mint butt. That's not something you should take lightly. So thank you, Dollar Shave Club, for sponsoring this podcast. Once more, that's dollarshaveclub.com slash dude. You should check that out and get your $5 starter kit today. All right, we'll throw back to after the thundering music for a nice little story from Bones. Take it away, Bones. Why is the music playing? Oh, boy. Everything got fucked up. It, it wasn't the game audio, it was music. It's, it's muted now. Cut this out. My bad. <laughs> fucking OBS, man. Can't remember any fucking audio settings to save his goddamn life. You know, you're, you're kind of asking the wrong guy about this because I, I'm a fan of the composting toilet. You are. So I went the whole other way. Minimalist. Thank you, Omar. It's a bucket with a seat and sawdust in it, and that's it. You would want that in your home? I would love to. I would love to live in a place where I was legally allowed to have that again. 
again. again. Yeah, I was only living in that farm for a year, and I was shitting in that bucket. And you miss it? <laughs> yes, I miss every minute of it. You could it just was get, so free. Did you, you personally have no. to empty the bucket? Yeah, but it doesn't smell. You put sawdust in it, it all it all uh, breaks down. down. It's compost. Like kitty litter. No, it's better than kitty litter. But what do you do? It builds up, right? Yeah, it takes. Uh, you have to. You have to turn it, and then and then. But then after two years, you just you throw it on your plants. You're two years of shit. Two years, man. What's but doesn't it fill up? How yeah, do you eventually? You how would you design? That's what I say. You need some storage space. I don't want. Listen, I don't want to be a a toilet. Uh, conservative. Okay, I consider myself a toilet liberal. Keep your mind open. Yeah. So, but I, so I'm not going to say this is crazy. But how do you how big of how do you know how big of a hole Ugh. to dig so that way two years of shit? Well, I'm sure there's someone has done all the math. Yeah. Some nerd has put on the internet nah, or something. I bet well, it's just more of a that's that's an old world craftsmanship kind of thing. Yeah. Once you're just good enough at it, you just know. Where I lived, they had it on a hill, and then every time it filled. They would just tip it into the bin below it on this hill, and they'd work their way down like stairs. Like dominoes? Dominoes of well, shit? Like, yeah, sorta. And then, uh, at the end of a couple of years, you just toss it on the apple trees, and you're all good. I'm sure everyone can relate to this, right? The problem is- Everyone's so, lived on a communal teaching farm So, the only year. problem is that this is a- we live- we, at the very least, live in a rental society. Yes. Where so we do. don't own our own homes because it's too expensive. Yes. And so, you know, you're not gonna necessarily want to- Move into someone else's like year and a half worth of no, shit, right? And because then, then you only get six months, and then you got to dump yeah. theirs out. And then I, you I left all my poop when I left that job. Yeah, and, yeah. and somebody's eating That's food that food. was fertilized by your shit. I'm okay with that. Everyone's eating food. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. But, but I guess you you have a more um, direct perspective on it because you see the direct pathway of where yeah. the shit went and That's who where ate put the what. GoPro. I have a question about the like so like a mint wipe. If you wipe your butt with a mint wipe, mm -hmm. can you taste it? Is I it like, depends I, on if you I lick once, the butt. I think I told you guys this before, Wait, but I, I think once, it hits your sinuses, so you can taste it. Oh, you you don't mean fashion. literally like put it to your tongue? No, I once in your I once read that if a woman were to insert garlic in her vagina, okay. she could taste it. I think that was a prank to get no, you. No, I I swear to God, this you no, look I, it up. I, I believe that Do someone told you. You know, if a woman that. touches her elbows behind her back, she's Spider Man or something. Nice, yeah. She has cancer. What? Bones, did you know? Come on, Bones, you know. I did. If you touch your elbows behind your back, you're Spider Man. Oh, I haven't been able to do that anyway. Well, speaking of touching, I was trying to. An interesting topic, but no, got, I want to hear no, about no, no, no. your tasting garlic. I'm just wondering if, Guys, we got if, a if I've challenge. never done it. I don't know how much garlic you have in there. I've never, I've never done oh. it. I've never personally done it. I read it and I thought that's an interesting. The bo human body is capable of. Did you read it on very, Goop? Did not read it on Goop, though. I could see Goop. Be well, let's, well okay, here, let's so here's on. the thing, though. Here's the thing. Yeah. To your point, you can eat stuff and then you can smell it in your sweat. Oh yeah, sometimes. for sure, for sure. It like sweats yeah. out of your pores. So is so it reasonable to believe? I just don't think that that's if a straight a straight shot to the digestive tract. If your butt buds, um, am I in your way? Your taste no, you're buds, good. You're good. Let me get some. Well, it's like we've we've talked about often, maybe not on the show, but we've talked about it at least on here. Oh, he's. Um, I'm gonna get out of the way. That uh. That's not a stool. That's a chair. Yeah, it's, it doesn't need. It can't have a. Most back, of right? most of your poop is shit. James can do. Or is blood and James kind of blood and piss and stuff. Careful, because there's a candle there. Yeah. When you lose weight, when you lose weight. Uh huh. Most of that weight is like blood and stuff. Everyone Your poop is blood. So, Ariana Grande yeah, cover. the internet's Where's a buzz my picture? We took, I, well, I did it earlier. I know you, you didn't did. even you, share the picture. I mean, you can do it again on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, but where's the picture? It's on my phone. So it's right on. there. I don't. Okay, so it's got one leg. Whoa. 
She's just kneeling on a stool. James the problem. So really there is a lot of controversy. There's only Someone, one leg on it though. So it's like, what's her ass on? Basically, the question no, her is, ass is, how on her is heel. Ariana Grande no, able no, to no. position herself on this stool for this 2014 album cover? Yeah, because she's better than us. Well, I, I mean, tiny. she's also like four foot three. Yeah. Whoa. Like I think he might have cracked 67 pounds. He may have cracked the stool. Yeah. So it's the tr- the trick is she's got that one like tucked behind the other. That's the hard part. Because yeah, you can just you can just listen. It's not hard to just double up and then squat. No, that's real easy. But when you gotta wrap that leg around and then get it off oh, the stool. Oh God! I took this picture of James <sighs> earlier. And then where he was like. Oh, James can back. do it. Do See, it. I'm so into you. I can barely so this breathe. One's this one's up. You gotta have All that leg off the... Come on, Lawrence. James can do it. Oh, I'm trying. Grab Ooh. the, grab it, and at then you look you down try? at your knees. No, though. I haven't. Back straight. I'm worried that I would. Back straight. Look down at your knees. <laughs> your whole body's. <laughs> Ooh, that's painful. <laughs> She's this also more on her. Lawrence, you're beautiful. Yeah, I think I think Ow. the controversy over this is people are underestimating how tiny Ariana Grande Very is. Very small. She is really small. She's like, do you ever see uh, that American Horror Story? Season with the little person, the little tiny, like tiny person, the, the tiny one. Is that Freak Show? Yeah, it was Freak Show. The candle, really oh, yeah, 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 the I tiny person. Mm-hmm. That was her. That was Ariana Grande. Damn it! Twitter didn't update. I was, I, I had okay. So, in the effort of responding quickly to, uh, to technical issues, I have a tab open with the hashtag Dude Soup thing up. Except it's not auto-refreshing, mm. so all that stuff was caught in a tab at the top that said, like, 50 new updates. Apologies about that. Back to elephants. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Elise loves me. Yeah. Oh, my- Elise. I knew you would know! No, no! I didn't really. I'd heard the name, and then I saw this document. Hold on, guys. People need to- un- I'm so excited! <laughs> People <Okay>. need to <laughs> understand. I said to them, I said- I said, I bet if we have Bones on, he'll know Mason Reese, and he'll he'll have been to Halloween Horror Nights. I I have not. Not sc- Scary Farm. No, uh, oh. no. Oh, I'm sorry, I haven't done either of those. Things. Okay, well, one of the two. But Mason Reese is something I need. Go to Go ahead, talk Lawrence. About. Okay, good. I want to hear you. I want to hear your thoughts first. Okay. Is this what we're on? I guess so. At least what? At least well, you introduced the man. Maybe At least we fell should, in love. Maybe this we morning. should just watch a clip of Mason Reese. Oh, fine. All right. And how did you discover that? How did we come oh. across Mason Thomas Reese? Middleditch, you know, from Silicon Valley, he was posting videos of Mason Reese when he was a child star. Okay. I've got the so he's a child star mm-hmm. from the, the 70s, 70s who looks kind of like an old man in a wig. <laughs> that worked in the 70s. He's shocker red hair. Got some he's got he's got kind of a oh, lispy. Oh, what the what the fuck was that? Stickers. A cute lispy voice. Uh, hold on. That's assault. Wait, <laughs> he's putting a star of David. Oh, it's a sheriff's star. <laughs> Here you go. Remember? Yeah, in the 70s. Yeah. I guess that was okay back. Trump retweeted one of those. It's no big deal. Whoa, it's a, especially a big deal. Okay, well, never mind. Hey, that's cool. You're, you're a sheriff now. Go so, into your sheriff box. So, yeah, Mason Reese is this little child actor. And he used to be on the... Um, yeah, we got to find this. Uh, he's a bit of a, a viral sensation. He was on right? the Mike Douglas yeah. show regularly. Regularly? Yeah. Goodness. Regular Where's guess. the one where you read the poem? I want. I want um, if you search Mason Reese, Mike Douglas. Oh my God. Show. See, well, I th- I thought he was disabled at first, and I felt really no. bad. I thought he had progeria. I yeah. love him. I think he was an adorable. Well, he was, now now he's become a, like a restaurateur, and he's retired from acting. Nice. But I just thought he was. 
Oh. Got a jaunty little hat. Oh boy. He's Sometimes people are just born to be performers. <laughs> but he has, he did he did tear up several times on on the uh, For why? I think he's he was just very emotional. He read a poem about friendship. Yeah, that, you'll, that you'll just go back and we'll it's find the that ship one. Let me let me get the He's a, he's a he's a triple threat. Look at look at him go. No. Oh yeah. See, nowadays, what we would do is we would film Jacob from the waist up and then (laughs) (laughs) super in legs dancing because he couldn't, you know. Oh, look at those hands, though. We should see see if we could make Jacob a child star. There is is a sweetness and earnestness to this kid that's much like Jacob. I'm telling you, that's not a kid. He dances. Many uh, people. That's a 33-year-old man. That's an imperative. Many many people thought it was an older person masquerading as a child. Yeah, I still think that. And um, now, and now that he's a grown man, I still believe that that's the case. I think now he's just an older man. Oh, he's got as the a swing, swing, forty-year-old man. But oh. there, there aren't child stars with this kind of charisma anymore. I'll, I'll, that's a brave statement, but I'll, I'm willing to say. What about it. the ki- the lispy kid from Stranger Things, or all the kids yeah, from Stranger Things? But they, they ain't got. It. They ain't no Mason Reese. <laughs> it's the hair. Well said. It's the, it's the thing about. In the 70s, everyone desperately tried to look like they were old, like an yeah. old person. Uh, yeah. So they would have weird hair, and they'd put product in it and everything. Mm-hmm. So at least... Are we looking for specific... I want the one where he... Oh, wait, wait, there it is. What one's is this? From, this is where he, t- he reads a poem and cries. I, I'm going to take this down. This a, isn't hard netting. If you're tuning in, we're not in hard hallway hallway We're not there yet. Clips done, okay. just so you, know. I mean, so you, you, so you looked right at a bunch of places. I may crazy. I know that isn't true. I may have fussed and fooled around, as some kids mostly like to do. But I just love to be called host and get to know you more. I hope that you'll forgive my friends. <laughs> my friends are poor. Oh, oh my oh, God. Little guy. Little guy. Although, do you think his agent <laughs> James do you think is swayed? Do you think his agent was just like fucking fist pumping backstage? Like he fucking nailed it, I that hope kid. That you'll forgive my faults because oh. that's what friends are for. But what did he? Why? Why was he apologizing for? He was. I think oh, being he a dumbass little kid. Friendship. God, mm. that that really hit me. Bones, mm. I want to hear what. You, All right, there. When I started looking this morning at clips, I came across he had a a TV sitcom pilot. Mm. It is the fucking creepiest, darkest thing. It opens with his dad accidentally trying to like. Just watch. You got it. <laughs> no, it's no, 25 minutes long. Oh, we can't watch it. Okay, okay. And it's muted. You can watch the... <laughs> It'll run. We got enough time. Just watch barely. the first joke. Yeah, and maybe oh, the, the, the theme song. It also has the longest theme song I've ever wow. heard. Oh, here, I'll, I'll, we'll crank it. He reads Dr. Spock. Oh, my God. Man. T- oh, God. It looks like they just pulled stills from YouTube videos that we were just <laughs> looking at. Man, yeah. It's because little suitcase. That's I'm, the episode. I'm watching this and you trying to... Who picked these? I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I did. I watched the whole. Remember thing. when we were like, "Who who is free time to be on the podcast today?" Right there. Quick. No, Dan's editing. Oh. John's probably editing. Omar. Oh, I no. think Bones just has an what episode of Bones? Mason to yeah. watch this yeah. morning, but yeah. I don't know if he's done anything else. Other than that, he's probably free. Mondays are real good for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at him! Welcome back, back anytime. Yeah. Okay. So, so is it started. All right. This is the end. He's he's entering the his house that he lives with. So he basically basically he lives. With his parents that utterly despise him. No. Yes, absolutely. Because he's like a smartass. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, he's, no, okay. He's just just watch this first bit. He's always cracking it's wise. Like you and me. Well, hey, while you guys are doing too. that, dad getting out of bed. Are you here's Mason? a. Here's yeah, a, of course I'm Mason. You kind of got it. 
Listen, you always want to check your lo- local listings to see when Mason comes on. <laughs> and you'll know you'll never miss that show, provided you are keeping the time with an elegant... Can't hear the jokes. ...and affordable movement this is, watch. This is a bad scene to put in an ad read. <laughs> no, it, it'll... If, as long as you guys don't react over powerfully to it, you're already doing he's that. He's trying to have sex with his wife. <laughs> Damn it. Just wait. All right. <laughs> All right, seriously. Get oh, it's Mason! <laughs> Damn it. So the sitcom opens with a father trying to fuck his child. <laughs> he didn't know his no, child was know, there. Bones. No, but he... But ad he, read. Give me, give me like 90 start seconds. Start the ad read again. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you probably need to give it no. a, new, a new start. I understand. Uh, you'll never miss an episode of Mason with your trusty movement watch, which helps you keep the time. <laughs> I'm very excited about my movement watch. Uh, they can complete your look, whether you're dressing up or down. That's right, they look good with formal attire and casual attire. They start at just $95, too, meaning you can add some class elegance and old-school charm to your wrist without breaking your bank. Um, they sell online, pretty much exclusively online, so you can't find them in stores, and by that, they skip the middleman, the retail markup. Who needs brick and mortar anymore when we got the internet? Got sweet.coms, and they got classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism. As you can see, I like a watch face that doesn't have too much junk on it. Just gotta tell time, that's all you gotta do. Tell time and look good. And you can do that for starting at $95. And you can pay even less than that by using our code for 15% off by going to movement.com slash dudesoup. That's with free shipping and free returns in case you don't like your watch or you find it doesn't match your style. Um, one note on it, it's mvmt.com, so movement.com slash dudesoup to get your 15% off. So thank you, Movement, for the sponsorship. And thank you, Mason, for all the laughs. Through the years, <laughs> but he's wearing all laughs yet. Well, he tried. He tried to fuck Mason. We got to get rid of this all kid. Right. <laughs> all right, seriously, I watched the whole thing. It is. It opens with the father trying to get amorous with his wife, mm-hmm. and then whoops, it's the kid. Oh, and then, it's Mason. And then the mom walks in. She's like, "What happened?" And he's like, "He just touched my tushy and called me a bad boy or, or bad uh, girl or something." Uh. And then we don't have to watch the whole thing, obviously. And then the main the main plot of this episode is that he meets a middle aged man in the park. Oh no! That is going to be his new best friend, mm. and wants to take him camping alone. Mm. That's it. The plot. Didn't get picked up. Didn't get picked up. I, know, I can't believe it. Mason is is mature beyond his years. That's uh-huh. Exactly what Link, which oh. is the name of the old man, said. He is, said did he? He said he's a forty-two-year-old in a in a child's body, and I'm because a he literally child, is, and I'm a child in a forty-two-year-old man's body. That's what the fucking character on this show said. It's so nah. creepy. Anyways, hey, it's the '70s, man. People were opening their minds to new things. Thank you, movement. It's just that. Ariana Grande's really small, and I think people are <laughs> underestimating that. Could Mason have balanced on that stool, Ooh. I wonder? Yeah, and he does a little tap he while he's up there. <laughs> he doesn't seem as He could balance on though. Ariana. Look at him. How did he okay. change clothes? Probably too much Mason talk. Yeah, yeah, we probably. probably move on. <laughs> All right, well, we got, we got some hot topics. Uh, James saved a homeless lady. I did. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this is last week. This is, <laughs> yeah. Not a lot going on in the news. <laughs> so I mean, it's, um, it's a lot of disconnected and, and we're going to segue directly from and the Mason be- segment. Before into, you, you get ahead of yourselves, the homeless lady was not me. It was not you. Uh, good, good yeah. catch, at least. Thank you. Um, okay, so c- cool your comment, Jet. So sometimes when we bring uh, Benson into the office, uh, we'll take him out for walks during the day, so that way he can relax. We take him walking around the building, and. Uh, we don't work in a bad part of town by any means, nah. but it's kind of maybe off the main dragways of sort, or maybe it's on the main dragways. And um, we have, over the last maybe eight or nine months, acquired a bit of a camp town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a yes. there's a small grassy knoll that has become somewhat somewhat of a camp city um, for people who have fallen on hard times and or people that just like to camp. 
and uh, and so you know you just they they do most of the time you don't see anything no you don't see anyone there you just see a bunch of tents but sometimes when you're like me you're walking Benson and you walk around a corner over towards kind of the camp city and uh, a man comes up to you who I like you could pretty much identify he seemed out of out of it somewhat. He comes over to me from another man, and he's also wearing like a uh, construction vest. So I didn't okay. immediately identify him as anyone other than a construction man because that's what children's books teach you. Yes. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> so he comes over to me and he goes, "Excuse me, can you call nine one one?" And I'm like, "Oh, what's the problem?" He and then and now as he's talking, I'm realizing this is not a construction man. He goes, "He goes, there's a girl, and she climbed into that big red bin." There's a, a donation bin. I don't know. In the city, sometimes you'll see donation bins. They'll be in parking lots or large empty lots yeah. where you can just take your old clothes, throw them in there. Someone will come pick them up sometime. Yeah. I don't know. Not I've my never problem. actually seen. Yeah. Not my problem. I've never actually seen any person go there and pick up any of the clothes in it. But you can take your clothes there, and the idea is then they get picked up at some point, and then they get taken to a donation facility. Better than throwing out clothes. Um, and so he goes, someone, there's a girl in there. She's and she's stuck in there. Can you call nine one one? And he would. He was talking to another man at the time, but the other man seemed not interested and was on his phone yeah. and was not, I guess, a homeless person. And and he was like, he doesn't want to do it. He said he doesn't he doesn't doesn't trust me or he's ignoring me or something like that. And I was like, oh oh my god. Um, well, before I called nine one one, let me see if I can help. Um, and let me make sure there is an emergency and it's not just. A prank. A prank. Yeah. Maybe I want to make sure I'm getting pranked. Um, so I cross the street with Benson over towards the red bin in a hurry. And as I'm hurrying over there, he shouts after me, and be careful, she's got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, oh, wow. <laughs> but I'm undeterred. Yes. <laughs> well, you got Benson to protect you. And so I go over to the bin, and then I, I like knock on it, and I go, hello? And then there's nothing. You go, Is there someone there? And then I hear... Yes, and it's like a grown woman's voice from inside this bin that closes shut at the top. Yeah. You go, uh, are you okay? It's like, yeah, I just climbed in here. I'm like, oh, do you need help? Do you need any help getting out? No, I just, I had to get some new clothes and uh, and I needed a place to change. And so I came in here I was like, "Oh, are you going to be able to get out?" Were you were you like, "And the knife?" <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask you about the knife. I go, "Are you able to get out?" And, and she went, "Yes, I'll, I'll be fine." And I was like, "Okay, um, well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you because you can't contact me if you end up needing help." So I was like, "Okay, um, well, you should probably get out soon just to make sure you can." <laughs> and then I cross back the street. As though I was leaving, but then I just waited with Benson, uh-huh. and okay. then I saw I heard like rumbling inside. And the saw most the beautiful creature emerge. Yes, it was a princess, and she granted me one oh. wish. Um, no, and then a a woman, like sweaty and and dirty, uh-huh. like climbed out. Looked like she was having a hard time, and I like started to walk back. She's like, no, 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 no. And then, but uh, but eventually, this woman did climb out. And she was wearing the most beautiful gown uh, you'd ever seen. No, but she climbed out, and then the. But then the the thing is, the other guy who like was like, "Please call nine one one." Was just standing there, didn't seem to give two shits about <laughs> yeah. any of it. Yeah. So uh, he sounds like an instigator. And then as you were walking away, you just went. 
dying. You yeah. stabbed. <laughs> and I, I went, I went, another good deed, and turned around. And <laughs> ah! Coughed and looked down, yeah. and there was this knife Princess. poking out of his chest. <laughs> Don really, there was something about that story that really struck a chord with Don. He Don really was liked the one it. in the bin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I my, my takeaway from it was literally me thinking, well, at least I do know now that someone is using those clothes. Right, no one's picking them up. You never see anyone picking them up, but I do know that at least they're going to good use. So, don't they have doors that like you can't? Yeah, are they like mailboxes? Yes, something? yes, that's what I thought. I thought that she was thinking, I'll go in here, I'll get some clothes. Except they're they are like like mailbox doors. You you open it, put the bin, put your clothes in, and then when you shut it, yeah, it creates like a it's like a T seal. And so I was like, how the fuck is she going to get out of this thing? But I guess she wedged herself into the halfway point of it. So that way she could pull her legs through, and then when it came over again, it just tumbled her out. Can't believe she got. Was she like a tiny, like Mason Reese size person? (sighs) No, she was. She was a full size Ariana Ariana Grande size person. Yeah, that's Um, how she could squeeze in and out of there. Ariana Grande's got no bones. Yeah, so uh, it's all cartilage. (laughs) It was my harrowing (laughs) attempt at hero heroism. My harrowing heroism. Hey, you cared when no one else did. That's right. That's valid. There was I, I. there was a guy on the phone who did not give two shits about any of that when someone said that there was yeah. an emergency and someone and a girl maybe trapped in a in a bin. So there is, I, there is a term for it because it happens so often of people's ability to just ignore mm-hmm. anything that's disruptive. Mm-hmm. There's like stories about people getting killed in New York, like getting stabbed to death outside of an apartment building with everyone with their windows open, and everyone's just like, oh, someone else is handling it, and then somebody uh, yeah. within within full earshot of fifty people, uh oh, there's Link. Why That's his buddy. I, That's his new, it, his new friend. He's gonna go. So a gentleman the, uh, just walked into Mason's house wearing uh, tight short shorts and a full yak sweater, some kind of wool. It's a weird pairing. <laughs> um, parents do seem alarmed. That's good. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's cool with it. He's wearing his football headphones. Um, Man, the seventies, huh? To the previous point, the old adage I've always seen is: if you are being attacked, do not yell like help. Yell fire because wow. people are more inclined to come mm. and help you if that's what they. They hear like it's help, Christ. or they think they That's might sad. be endangered. Yeah, sad. it is sad. That is that is something because it might affect them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oof. Well, uh, I guess we Black can, Panther trailer. On, on that note, yeah, that Black Panther trailer, <laughs> huh? There's that. Um, something. Well, who cares about it? CD Projekt? Maybe in trouble. <laughs> they wrote a they wrote a letter about it. I don't know if you guys care about that. Mm. Cyberpunk could be in danger. Oh yeah, I, is I, it a game? I started sweating. So is it in danger because it's not a game? It's not a game yet. No. So this is there was a NeoGaf thread that was posted about a month ago. I actually saw it when it went up, and I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. So somebody uh, crawled through all of the ratings on Glassdoor for CD Projekt Red. Mm-mm. Um. Uh. The some. Oh wait, no. Excuse me. It was a NeoGaf thread posted because of this. Uh, Yang Ye, I guess, posted a YouTube video. Is all not well at CD Projekt Red? Uh, basically, going this gentleman uh, investigated a bunch of uh, Glassdoor reviews, found that uh, the reviews for CD Projekt were really low. Like that, the people who had worked there would not recommend it to friends. Do not approve of the CEO. Compared it to some other companies that all rated way, way higher. So concerns is that CD Projekt's management is falling apart. That development staff not good there. Morale is really low. All that sort of thing. Um, and this may explain why the game's taking so long. But they have no DRM. Yeah, they have no and DRM. And the DLC's free. Well, on on the subject of being able to diplomatically phrase things in a way that gamers like to hear, they responded to it today, which actually I didn't expect them to respond to, so that's kind of interesting, but they did. 
uh, wrote this letter basically saying, uh, like, we acknowledge there's going to be churn in every development studio. And then they said, hey, we make games differently than everybody else, all right? Maybe other people are cool with just making the same game over and over again, but we make games that no one thinks are possible. And they basically make the point that we're the ones trying to make the next kind of game, uh, and that's what apparently Cyberpunk is trying to be, mm -hmm. and that's not going to make everyone happy because mm -hmm. it requires a lot of reinvention and a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. So there will be casualties. Kind of what they say, yeah. I wonder, I, I don't know anything about the inner workings of this company. I don't purport to know anything, but I, I always wonder situations like this because the, the scores were compared to like EA. EA and Ubisoft, right? yeah. And Ubisoft. I wonder if because those are bigger, more comprehensive companies, it's more likely that you would have positive experiences from working there to pull up, as opposed to maybe a smaller company where the developers make up a larger portion of it. I feel like developers are more likely to have a really shitty time working oh, on a big big AAA game at a smaller studio. It's like PR and marketing and HR, like that might dilute the, the Maybe, or I mean just the, the idea of a really large company like Ubisoft having developers working on a AAA game as opposed to a smaller, more independent company like CD Projekt Red having developers working on a AAA game. Well, so it's not that small. They said uh, when they released Witcher 3 in 2015, they had 200 headcount, um, which is pretty fucking For developers, big. right? Uh, 200 developers strong, and that was core of the crew of the studio. Since then, we've almost doubled the headcount and we're still hiring. So they're at 400 now mm -hmm. and, and getting bigger. So I... In terms what, of did, what do you think count. Ubisoft is at? Oh god, across EA. all the studios, yeah, probably well above that. I, I would guess that each individual studio from Ubisoft and EA is about that size, mm -hmm. but they have five or six of them across the planet. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I find it fascinating uh, to. I mean, uh, game development is largely black box for us that just enjoy the end product, uh, and it's easy when a game comes out and is beautiful and pristine and filled with content like Witcher Three, to think that. All that stuff was like was mathematical or divine. Like uh, just a bunch of people got in and had a roadmap and diligently made the whole thing, and then it came out exactly like they intended. Whereas the truth is, most game development is really rocky and involves a lot of trial and error. Yeah, a lot of trial and, and error, yeah. a lot of iteration, a lot of switching. So uh, moments like these are kind of interesting reflection of how something on the outside can pre be perceived differently than how it may be on the inside, and we still don't know. Mm -hmm. Just kind of have to hope, hope and pray that Cyberpunk exists someday. But yeah, uh, at least I, I do give them credit for acknowledging and theoretically diffusing the situation by saying something that's not ultra definitive, but still what a gamer would want to hear, mm -hmm. which is that we're still making the best game ever, so just stay tuned for that. I feel like they've kind of made a few of these open letters before. Whenever whenever yeah. they get... when I think if, if Adam were here, and I kind of hear Adam, because he, he can be a little skeptical about it, I think if they ever see a PR game well, to be made, they'll make a real statement. Yeah, not, yeah, not, not Bones. Mm. Come on, man. You 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 have a name, don't don't take it for granted. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> oh, there, and this is still right, going back to Mason. Reese. Yep. Uh, or or we can move on to. Uh, we got to do hard. hard, hard yeah. I'm really excited about this part. All right, all right, all right. So, as you as you yes. recall, Dyson show took it last week mm -hmm. uh, with his wonderful, <laughs> wonderful and positive outlook on life and his amazing grasp on humor. Love him. Uh, this for this week, I think it's going up against a single video. And there, there's like two or three other videos on this channel that are similar, but uh, this one's pretty special. And again, I apologize, audio listeners, because this is a very visual sort of experience. So, In the mouth with San Francisco. Or with Francesco. I don't know why I read San Francisco. Mm. Whoa! 
Ouais. Oh, got so much hair. <laughs> there you go. So in the mouth with Francesco did not have Francesco. anything go. Oh, oh Francesco, you're right. right. Yeah, it's Francesco. I don't know Francesco. why. I don't know why I so, so my brain video. is broken. You thought it was in the mouth of San Francisco? I read it as that originally. <laughs> in the mouth with San Francisco. Anyway, nothing went in the mouth. No. Well, he did spit His out uh, some chunks of granola bars. A little bars. bit. Um, so this is this is cooking show mm-hmm. by the the video or the channel Drunk Idol. Uh-huh. I think we could go out a few other ones, but that's that's pretty much the uh, the the winner. Is uh-huh. is he foreign? I don't know. I feel like that might affect how I vote. Yeah, okay, well. Is he, is he an American pretending to be this Italian, you know, lover, or oh, what is he? I don't know, man. All right. I don't know anything. It's just, it is what it is, dude. Look, nice channel, cool channel, bro. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's just a lot of, some video, there's some comments here, but mm-hmm. there Not you go. A lot. Just a man uh, chopping up some granola bars, sprinkling mm. them down with some, uh, some kind of sauce, who knows, really. Is making is making a lavishly fast-paced comedy video. Feels contrived to me. Is yeah. that hard netting? I don't know. I mm. don't know. Don't know if it is. Got some Dijon. It's ah. tempting. Puts, he puts like vinaigrette on everything. Yeah. Well, that's what you do when you cook. Uh huh. It's really vinaigrette. You gotta spit that out. Give it a little, little swirl. Uh-huh. Some sprays. It chop feels up like those it feels bars. like. Feels like how to basic. Yeah, it's very how to basic. A little more overt and complex than how to mm. basic. I feel like how to basic has a certain nuance to it that this is lacking. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I think he's done a good job. I think he's he's started something. He's perhaps on his way, which this video went up in January of this year. <laughs> um, is it another one of his videos? Yeah. Uh, the other ones are, are, are memeing a little harder. I didn't get to see Dyson. Sorry, man. Oh, yeah, we Here, we'll, we'll get back to that. Oh, good, I've been signed out. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's free real estate. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. That's no, no. built on the back of no. others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We know all about biting that style. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess we can go with the latest Dyson show. So Dyson's back from his trip to wherever he was, yeah, Arizona. Yeah, some ghost town in Arizona. Plus. Dyson kind of looks like the guy who picked up Mason Reese at the yeah, park, doesn't he? Yeah, Link. Single time oh, he, he has a reaction like, why aren't they laughing? I like, like he's waiting him. for the he, webcam. He wins, he wins. He's I waiting for that little dot him. to go. Ha ha! His laptop. Yeah. Funny one, Dyson. <laughs> Dyson, if you're watching, contact us, please. All right. Well, maybe that's what the plus is. I didn't watch the newest one. Dyson wins. <sighs> oh, look at that. He knew. He knew. <gasps> he knows. I'm still doing it. Please still be doing it. Don't stop. Let that encourage you, Dyson. Uh-huh. Yeah, there might there might be a personal message in here. Actually, you should watch oh, that. Oh, oh, uh, here maybe maybe. By the way, for the record, personal messages do not better your odds of remaining at the top of oh. the hardnet and charts. Well, mm. I think we can throw this down to a vote, but I'm pretty sure I already know. Yeah, but is there anyone voting for cooking show? No, I don't think I. I think he's on to something. He's on to something. He gets a com- commendation. Okay, 
But I don't think think I can give him the title. There's commitment. There's a certain commitment that's lacking. Got it. And when you're on episode 663 right. of your own personal <laughs> talk show of dad jokes, <laughs> to D- me that's hard enough. Dyson, if we could get Dyson to come in here and shoot something oh, with I us, that would be my dream. No, wow. he you, was you in have a more bigger dreams than that. Stop saying that. You have bigger dreams than that. Don't, don't. waste your dreams. If my was my, that's my dream. If like that lady in the bin gave you one wish, you know. <laughs> ah! it was, oh, gonorrhea was my wish. <laughs> it's like a devil's wish. Everything, <laughs> yeah. like it always yeah. has a twist. Oh! It's like the X Files, except the yeah. twist is always the knife being twisted. Damn monkey ball! Can we watch another Dyson joke, please? Yes. Is, that, is that okay? I love him too. All right, I love he him. He wins. Well, yeah, the internet's premier comedian. Get Francesco out of here. Is uh, yep. Close that tab forever. Uh, all right, Dyson Show wins again. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting task to unseat Dyson Show. You're gonna have to start making episodes now. It's netting very hard. Uh, now that we're rounding the end of the podcast here, uh, let me do my Rooster Teeth corporate obligatory merch mm. shout out. Normally, I like to have these things here, but they didn't send them to us. So today we've got the. Baseball tee? Ooh. It's a baseball tee with the Funhouse logo. Me. That's not me. Who the hell is Check that? Check the back. That's Becca. Becca Frazier. Oh, the back's cool. Yeah, that's the Funhouse thing. The extension the of the, the Funhouse baseball brand. Baseball's big right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it ending? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Coming up on the World it's Series. It's almost over. Uh, and just like another ball sport, we got a so- uh, Funhouse oh, football soccer scarf. Oh, your footy scarf. Footy soccer scarf. is huge right My now. Footy Soccer's scarf. huge right now. Can I? Can you get me one of those? Yeah. We got the little oh, you, 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 can on there. Uh, you can just add it Oh, yeah, Funhouse. Funhouse FC. Football club. Good scarf that. Excellent scarf that. Oh, yeah, we should have put that on there. That's what it probably should have said on Oh, yeah, good scarf that. Actually, I think that happened after. It did. No, I've been doing... The, that yeah, at the end of things yeah. jokes for about three years. That's now. true. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. Has. I only have six or seven jokes, and I reuse them all the time. That was what my nickname in high school. Some right. that at the end of something, and then something else. I don't know. Oh, you have two. No, but I got other <laughs> ones too. <laughs> Which like what? I just don't write them all down. <laughs> you got to wait to find out. Lawrence, can I shout out Twits and Crits? Yes, you can. Uh, we brought back our D and D show for a mini series this season called Twits and Crits: The mm-hmm. League of Extraordinary Gyrmen. If you haven't watched it, you can watch the first two episodes thus far on RoosterTeeth.com or Fun.house. Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gyrmen. It's kind of spooky. Three, two, one, go. That's the end of the time that you had to talk about. I know you. Fifteen seconds. That's your rule because you watched that one episode, Nathan, for you. Now you're all about it. No, I was just trying to cut you off. I stopped. I had stopped, and you were still counting. That was the down. joke that you finished. Oh boy. Oh. You mean maybe you need to watch more Dyson because gonna, your maybe. your sense of humor is a yeah. little. I'm gonna climb in that that uh, clothing receptacle because that's the only way to get you to notice me. I'm never going back to that receptacle again. Bones. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> is it as uncomfortable as seeing Mason get picked up by a, a potential pedophile? Oh, way more. Really? It turns out okay in the end. Oh, that's good. Spoiler: he gets raped. He made new friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> turns out, well, it turns out Mason was 35 years old, so no harm, no foul. Uh, thanks, thanks everybody for listening this week. Um, apologies about some of the technical issues. Uh, here's a fun fact: I forgot to record it on the deck again. I picked it, picked Are it up at some you... point. But... Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's actually really hard to produce a show all by yourself. Turns out. Oh well, what you gonna do? Uh, catch us again next week when I get another swipe at hitting uh, every button. Um, I usually miss one or two, but hey, that's just exciting, right? 
I uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back with the post show if you're watching live. If you're not, thank you so much for listening, be it on audio or video or whatever. Um, got a lot of got a lot of people to serve, and hopefully we make them all happy to some degree. So thanks again, and uh, we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye, everybody.